Yeah, yeah, NFTs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, NFTs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, NFTs, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Whee! How's it going, buddy? <laughs> How's it going, everyone? I'm Marcus. And I'm Rami. And this is the podcast. We try and figure out what this podcast is about. And what we're doing with our lives. And this is our first live, quote-unquote, podcast. Yeah, this is our first podcast we're going to do unedited. Live. It's completely live. different when you talk it about it as live. live though, it's, it? I'm nervous. I There's don't know a little what we're going to talk about. With that's not usually there, even though usually we don't make major edits. No, no, no. But still, we do, we, we do make sure we don't stuff up. We leave our audience wanting more. Uh, do we know what we're going to talk about today? I thought there was a few things we could talk about. So yeah. uh, because we're going to do this live, we can get this out tonight. So we could talk about something topical, like we could talk about, you know, what's going on with FTX and all that crazy I mean, crypto crash. I we have like to be talking be about theme. it, surely. There's also all the layoffs, right? We've had, I mean, it's mm -hmm. been a crazy week for tech, um, a bit of a sad week for tech, like large 120,000 people laid off in the last two weeks or something. We could talk about that. What do you think? What else? 100%. I think you have to hit FTX crypto and is it the demise of given we started this thing in january with the peak it's we have to talk about web we three you and me were getting people. excited about it and we, i mean the crap. whole thing says nfts yeah that's our intro story so <laughs> we have to and it's been an incredible development on ftx and sbf himself yeah uh, sam <coughs> old mate friends yeah. bahamas uh clearly we have to talk layoffs everything that's sad in the last one and the big clanker that was fb facebook meta uh, and surely Twitter. We can't leave Elon without chatting Twitter. And this morning was the fork in the road email. Was it this morning? Right. Is, it, is it 24 hours? That was hours? yesterday. Midnight, midnight 24 hours ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Midnight 24 hours. So by 5 yeah. p.m. today or tomorrow? Either way, we have to they talk have to Elon, Elon on Twitter. Let's yeah. go through it all. They're the three. Okay, let's oh do it. Oh, my God. Oh I feel like God. there's some background stuff. I feel like um, the, the, FB, the FDX thing needs a little bit of... Um, us going through it slowly, just kind of explaining some of the stuff that we know, right? That we've read, like some of it's just crazy, and I need I need to I, talk to you about it. Just I, understand. I can't, it. <laughs> I can't wait, but I want to start backwards for a second with FTX. Sure. Explaining it is going to be a thing because I'm I can't explain crypto exchanges, but yeah. I read somewhere that if you had yeah. put a thousand dollars on shorts, yeah, um, call or put options at the Super Bowl last year, yeah, or was it this year? You would be Probably a billionaire. You would be a billionaire. FTX, mm. the top, every one of those have gone upside down, tanked, yeah. done. I mean, FTX is labeled the Miami Arena. It's basically yeah, the, the major arena. sponsor. It was yeah. all over crypto, crypto.com. Every one of them yeah. have all gone belly up, and there's a whole list of it. And just just putting that in context of how hype the hype was and how low there's egg on everybody's now. face i mean you've got it so let's so let's go into it so so first of all what is it so fbx was an exchange it was like the fourth biggest crypto exchange on the market binance being the biggest probably the one that people know but ftx was possibly the most famous one because of the people who were pushing it right you had the tom brady commercial awkward steph, now steph curry steph curry formula one sponsorships on the mercedes car um, I mean, if, you know, it was everywhere, right? FTX, and it was it was like the, it was it was the safe, easy. It was the Robin Hood, right? Of crypto, it was safe, right? It was also American, notionally, or Bahamas based. It was an American guy, yeah. it was American driven, albeit yeah. they separated the U.S. operations from overseas operations. Yeah, but it was the big one, and you saw this kid who was less broy and more nerdy, and out in front of it, and had quietly become this multi-billionaire overnight. A little hero. He, so, 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 
Um, who is he? What's his name? San Bankman Freed? SBF, SBF. otherwise known. As San right. Bankman Freed, the son of two Stanford lawyers, law professors. Uh, and compliance law lawyers, I think I oh, Correct. And, and you wouldn't have heard anything about him, but all of a sudden he appeared in front of some Senate hearings not long mm. ago, espousing regulation for crypto, pro-regulation for crypto. And along the story, you start finding out that as part of his becoming a billionaire, donated yeah. to a bunch of things, not least of which the Democratic Party. Yeah, Biden's campaign, $5 million to Biden's campaign. Conspiracy like a campaign. He's like yeah. number three, number four donor, something crazy to the DNC. Yeah, he's 30 so years old. Like, this is like a, yeah. not a red flag. That's fine. Okay, cool. Yeah, so this guy many red flags, but we can yeah. go into the red flags. So this FTX thing, when it came out of nowhere and became... Super Bowl advertising for folks who'd never heard of it before. He's donating mm -hmm. all over the place. He took this, uh, what's it called? The altruism? What's what's the pledge? The yeah, allegiance pledge? yeah, to donate all of his earnings. He wanted to be an ultimate philanthropist. The reason he was doing it was to donate all his money. He has no interest in wealth. He drove a, Tio a Toyota Corolla or Toyota Camry or he had some rubbish car, dressed rubbish, slept in the office. He kind of lived by it, except that he lives in the Bahamas with 10 people in a massive in a penthouse, you know, penthouse flat. Not just, but, I mean, ten, he, not just he, 10 people, but people he's dating and people who are running his alternative uh, hedge fund. But let's talk <laughs> about where, where the wheels started to come off, where we sensed the wheels started to come off. So this huge yeah. success story that was in the background, not very popular, but then popped into prominence. And then sometime last week, we got a note from Mr. Binance, Z, Z, CZ. CZ, what was his? CZ, yeah. uh, the CEO note saying, oh, the CEO of Binance, basically saying, we have uncovered information that suggests we need to get rid of the FTX token, FTT. FTT, yeah. FTT. We need, to, we need to offload our assets in FTT. And boy, did that signal some flags for folks. The consequence of that was there was a run on mm -hmm. FTX, people getting mm -hmm. their money out because they're mm -hmm. like, hang on, if you're getting your money out, we're getting our money out. Mm -hmm. That run precipitated breaking below some $22 threshold, which completely collapsed XTF. Like 85% of its value in two days or something, right? $32 billion in, in value drop. It, it in ran and ran and ran. And then once it ran low enough, you realize that, oh, by the way, way back earlier in this run, you were nowhere near covering the dollars that you said you had or the tokens yeah. that you said because yeah. it turns out that you were well under liquidated under leverage and you have spent all the money and loaned out all the money that you had from your actual customers to a hedge fund that's pissed it all up against the wall loosely phrased so 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 Al alameda what do they call alameda uh, research research um, of course something sounds integral which he, research, which he started no which he's, he's a co-founder so he founded yep. two companies around the same time alameda mm. research first and then the ftx which was a crypto exchange and there was always questions around is that ethically you know morally ethically okay and and he was always like yeah keep those things separate they just happen to be you know they're complementary but they're we keep those yeah. things separate um, it turns out that he had actually transferred $10 billion in funds, in in, in customer funds to Alameda Research um, to keep it afloat. Um, and I don't think you're allowed to do that. Certainly not. He had also created backdoors, like ways in which he could transfer the money from, from FDX without so it wouldn't flag. So that, um, it, you know, it, this was like, this wasn't like a, he made a mistake. This was intentional backdoor created in order to be able to move this money around. It, I mean, when was it? Was it Thursday, Wednesday? It just all started. I remember one day was, was Binance and the run. Next day was lack of liquidation. And then each day was this revelation after revelation. So yeah. 
you know, to, to, and it and it kind of <laughs> it got to the point where where people were tracking his plane and there were you know theories about there's his plane leaving from Bahamas to go to Argentina, theories about the girlfriend Carolyn who was running Alameda, who's a 28 year old with no experience, uh, had who presumably botched the whole thing up more than him maybe I don't know. Uh, was running to Dubai via Spain. Everyone was escaping. They were tracking them. And then this hack happens once they they can't afford to do anything. And it turns out Binance is not bailing them out. Quote, unquote, they get hacked, yeah. which seems really convenient because there's this back door and everyone's now saying it's not a hack. It's clearly them taking the money out and running. Pulled out six, $400 million, million dollars in, after all this had gone down. They still pulled out. After announcing bankruptcy, pulled out $400 million out. I mean, so, insane. So, so the whole thing collapses, and it collapses not just with them. And this is the big, yeah. the, like unbelievable kind of potentially Madoff style, you know, the, the original Ponzi scheme style collapse. But mm-hmm. the contagion through which they were propping up BlockFi—that's declared Genesis, that's declared bankruptcy—and then you've got these celebs who are all implicated, the Warriors themselves, and the contagion that is yet to fully unravel is the big scary story. Apparently, that's there's a, tonight. Apparently, there's. Um was it a million or a hundred million? Uh, probably a million. A million, yeah, a million customers affected by it. You know, genuine, just like um, you punters, know, punters, every yep. dayers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, people have lost their lives. People have lost like their stories. Well, if you've lost, like, you know, shame on you if you've lost everything. Like, yeah. right? The reality is, like, it's always a high risk. Like, this was never a, you know. Yeah. But I think he was offering like eight percent return or something like is, and it was it, the, the trouble was it was pitched as being safe. Super it was safe. like, how to do crypto safe? We'll get, we guarantee you an 8% return. And it's uh, like, oh, it's hard to get an 8% return right now with inflation at 8% and all that stuff, you know? so With no regulators. Um, so I think as of tonight, as of Wednesday night, whatever it is, the 15th, what date is it? 15th, 16th of November? Yeah, 16th. Uh, 16th. Uh, the two big stories are we're waiting for the contagion and where it stops because more yeah. and more of these other exchanges or loan, basically like lending, uh, blockchain lending, um, to understand where it, starts and stops and he had an amazing dm conversation with a verge writer last mm-hmm. night kelly mm-hmm. i forget the last Texting. name she posted yeah. dming in twitter mm-hmm. uh back and forth like he does not care like he's not about to be persecuted for a mm-hmm. lot of financial fraud mm-hmm. laying it all out and i don't know how, how much of this conversation you read but i was kind of glued to this dm i only read I, a little, the bit i read was that he 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 maintains that the back door was not intentional and that and that the transferring of the $10 billion funds to Alameda Research was an accident. They'd mislabeled it. And it was like, that's the bit I read. I was like, what? Are we so, really doing that now? So, yeah. so there's a couple of things coming out of here. One is like assuming it's him and assuming it's very him being candid and real and so on. It really reads that way. Uh, it, look, he just took one step after another and it kind of crept up on him. And then one day he turned around and realized, oh my God, how big a fraud was this? It just happened. They were just doing kind of, you know, it was multiple um, compounding problems, compounding flaws and errors that led up to it. And they just didn't realize it because they weren't tracking it. So there's a I sense of that. there's a sense of innocence like he's projecting. But that completely washes all of that sense of innocence out by the rest of what he says. And the rest of what he says and what the journalist is really great at asking is going, well, let's, Let's talk about, did you think this was a bit shady or was this okay? It's like, it's a bit shady, but shadiness is really not the beholder. So he draws up this quadrant, which is basically like, are you shady and you lose? That's the worst quadrant to be in because you're going to be called out. Are you shady and you win? That's the idea. That's kind of a fine quadrant because you're the one who runs history. Because you win, yeah. You win. And so this whole kind of ethical kind of story thread starts unraveling because 
he was very harsh and strong on the ethical side of it. He stood up this pledge. He was going to give away his money, and he was all about doing right. And his public persona was all about the ethics of it. And so the journalist rightly says, but hang on a minute. You put your entire persona about this thing. Was mm-hmm. that all just PR, or was that really? He goes, no, no. It was, it was all, all, all PR. You have to do it. That's the way you get liked. And, he, and there's an amazing oh, quote, God. which is like the thing getting around, which he kind of he says, it is, look, there's this ridiculous thing that we Westerners have to do, which is say the right shibboleth, and people will like us. Oh. And that's what I have to do. And so he's just kind of going. And so it's the same thing with the regulators. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, regulators are fucked. No one wants regulators. They're rubbish. They don't know what they're doing. By the way, they also the FDA doesn't know what it's doing. The SEC doesn't know what it's doing. And none of the other regulators know either. And so he just completely like lays out his tactics, his strategy, his PR persona as BS wow. that was all he intended. Just, all, he's just, he's done now. He's like, he's just, yeah. I'll just might as well, right? It's inc- If this is real, this is the most high drama you've ever seen. If he lays out, like he kind of opens, opens God, bare. I gotta read all that. It's incredible. There's, there's um some of the stuff you were saying there, there's echoes of Elizabeth Holmes as well. This is there's something about the, about the, um, if, if we succeeded, it would have been fine. It would have been fine if we weren't caught. It would have caught. been fine. It would have yeah. been fine. Um, and like, and, and there's a bit of fake it till you make it, not in the same way, but a bit of like, um, if there hadn't been a run on this and, you know, it was a $32 billion thing, everyone was happy, everyone was getting their returns. If CZ hadn't ruined Called it for it. everyone, everything would be fine. Yeah. There's a bit of, yeah. um, there's a, there's the other thing. That I think some of the funniest things about this are talking about Elizabeth Holmes are, it seems that um, he was on the cover of, of Time magazine. Yeah. So it, was, it feels like um, almost anyone, there was, there's a funny tweet going around about like the last four um like we had the Uber CEO pre the sexual <laughs> yeah. harassment, like the bro culture sexual harassment <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Elizabeth Holmes pre Tyrannos collapse. This guy and whatever Sam yeah, Bankman Fried and who was the other? There was one more. There was um. It's 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 the exact counter signal that you're after. It's the time or it, fortune or one of them. It was it's fortune. Yeah, fortune, the cover yeah. of fortune. It's that's the right. Exact anti signal that you're after. It's or the, Forbes magazine or one of them. Right. Anyway, yeah, something. Forbes. It's Forbes, isn't it? Because they, exa- they did it. It's exactly yeah. what it is. It's the ex- it's like uh, when uh, what's his face from Squawk Box or whatever gives you the buy signal on the stock. Yeah. Or, oh, or, or, uh, yeah. Mad, whatever. Yeah. Uh, mad money's yeah. guy. Yeah. As soon as he gives you the signal, then you've got to sell because you know, you know, it's not good. <laughs> he got, he got, he got <laughs> some massive ones wrong. Exact count. Yeah, he was crying when he got meta wrong, right? So he apologized. Yeah, he made a public yeah, yeah. apology yeah, about yeah, it. Huge. Yeah. I wish we could remember his name. Uh, <laughs> his name, Mad Money. It's, It'll um, come to us. Yeah. Um, uh, can I tell you the, the the craziest? So this is all. That's all crazy, yeah. right? Like yeah. some thirty-year-old sets up a. Yeah. F- crypto comp exchange and then does illegal loses things and billions of dollars loses billions and then yeah. the craziest thing though in the middle of it is this is the segue to the twitter chat yeah. he was involved in the twitter deal do you hear about this oh must reach out to this? him must reached out to him what was the story so people so there's an amazing quote you have to listen to it. there's an audio clip of elon musk and some text exchanges you know the way his texts were released yeah, as yeah, part yeah. of all of this twitter uh, acquisition and one of them is basically him calling calling out um sbf and saying he's full of shit full um, of shit basically he says uh yeah lots of people have been telling me this guy's a genius you're really gonna love him um he's got he's got you know up to five billion to invest in the twitter, twitter deal you really got to meet him and, and musk was like reluctant he's like i've never heard of this guy and they're like no you got to meet him you'll really like him he's like he's like a you know savant he's amazing and musk met with him and was just like he said i only talked to him for 30 minutes uh, he was supposed to be this crypto genius and musk is like I don't know everything about crypto, but I knew this guy was full of 
BS. Like he said, I think his quote was like, he set off my BS radar. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I wanted nothing to do with him. Yeah, so, yeah. I, you know, I was like, how, how is it all? It's all so connected. It's all one like, group. Just, it's it's one group. Like, there's it's like, one group. There's like 30 people running yeah. all of this stuff, oh, you know? Billionaires club, right? Yeah. That's the story. I mean, just stepping back for a second, people losing their money, et cetera, it's all terrible stuff. But just yeah. as far as real world drama, I yeah. am, I am, it's straight into the veins right now. I am lapping it up between this and Twitter. It is just way better than anything on Netflix, way better than Survivor, definitely better than Dubai Bling, which, by the way, if you haven't caught, I highly recommend. Dubai Bling? No, I haven't Dubai, seen that. Oh, oh you, 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 we can talk about that. Uh, <laughs> it is just real-world, unabashed, incredible drama, and it's the collapse of potentially crypto. It's the collapse of everything, Web3, for is a little it the while clip, longer. So, that, so that's where I want to go with this. Is this the, is that where do we, we talked to Simon a couple of weeks ago and we talked about, you know, the real value in Web3 and that yeah. nothing really came out of it except for like some, you know, some, yeah. you know, um, NFTs and some nonsense, but nothing really emerged. Um, yeah. Does this, does this mark the end of it? Is this the dot-com crash that, that it was like people look back and be like, remember crypto? Or is this, is this just the purge that we needed? Is this the purge? Well, it's definitely going to be a purge. Uh, I think it's already purged a lot of lot of the grift. I think it's going to make a lot of investors, VC, etc., already very hesitant to go into it. I think it's important to distinguish crypto from blockchain from Web three a little bit. Right. I think this is um, almost certainly a pause backwards moment for coins, mm -hmm. for the currencies, for the on chain cryptocurrency side of it, which is notionally been a grift for a long time. Right. It's been very much pump and dump. The reason the the monies were going out, the reason FTX was doing great, because the marketing dollars were going in to make it great mm -hmm. and to pump the the crypto ecosystem up. And there's all sorts of theories about Andreessen Horowitz and how nasty they've been in this whole thing. Um, so I feel like that for sure is the concept of a distributed compute system, decentralized, etc. Is that dead because of it? I don't think so. I think they're very different things. Now, tokenization and value and so on and on chain things kind of relate tangentially, but they're not well, necessarily they're not tangential in terms of the inherent value is. Like for, so if you take Ethereum as the example, right? It's like yeah. um, the inherent value is the blockchain capabilities, not necessarily the, you know the, the, I mean? the capabilities, exactly. But that's yeah. unlike a lot of the other coin based, right. like like FTX just spinning up their own token and making FTTs that the currency of just saying this is valuable. Yeah. That's, that's the grift side of it that I think the token random coin stuff, the shit coins. Yeah. The, the, I, I think, Does Dogecoin yeah. do anything, do you know? Because I mean, no. no, Musk no, the ultimate this week joke. came out and said, this is great. This is like a, this will clean out the cryptos and all those yeah. people. Like the only coins that are worth anything are Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Doge. Yeah, yeah, And I'm yeah, like, yeah. Doge? Doge does even less. What? Yeah, yeah, Doge does even less. Doge was the original <laughs> meme, right? That's the whole yeah. thing. But then uh, I was like, did they build something in some infrastructure around it or something? Is there is there no, value there no, now? Because no. No, no, no. no. Okay. Okay. Not that I'm aware of. Okay. I, yeah. Um, as an aside, there's definitely yeah. been some rumblings that Vitalik, you know, from Ethereum, there's there's the they've picked up on the quote from SBF that if you're a grift and you win, then yeah. you get away with it. But if you're a grift and you lose, and yeah. there's a fair bit of like, hey, everyone who's a fan of Vitalik, the, the Ethereum guru, uh, just keep an eye out. Just keep see, let's see what just, happens. Just keep an eye. Really? Out. Yeah. Oh, wow. There's some there's some really interesting rumblings, and you know, there's always the I told you so's coming out, and the I spotted it, you know, yeah. a la Elon Musk, a la. There's here yeah. are the red flags around Carolyn and look look what she said in previous interviews. Where were you guys? Where was everyone, where was everyone yeah. like beating the drum? You know? There were people beating drums though. Yeah. I mean, I've seen a number I'm of a interviews since then of people saying, this is crazy. This doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like, yeah. um, but, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway, what a I tricky mean. one. 
Um, do you want to talk about Twitter then? What's happening this week in, in product management live? Uh, or whatever you want to call that's, the Twitter. That's the Twitter exactly what it is. Well, well, now yeah. we've shifted from PM Live. So first of all, he's killed the leverage buyout for like every PE firm ever because he's just like shown exactly how to, to, to stuff the company with the liability going forward with this yeah. billion dollar interest kind of uh, debt that he has to pay off every year. Uh, and it's turned from, I think, a product management lesson into some hardcore restructuring business class right now. And where he's gotten to as of today is, yeah. um, I mean, what's led up to this, right? So he came in, chopped a whole bunch of people off within three days. 50%. Fine, 50% and then some. Who's left? What's going on? Hard to say. Starts tweeting publicly. First of all, go tries to spin up a, um, the pro, the project on the blue check marks. And you pay $8, and $8 become verified. Yep. Steve, Stephen King negotiating from 20 to $8 is still going to be the greatest negotiation of all time. <laughs> Stephen King of all ridiculous plot lines. Gets it to $8, uh, turns the well-established kind of behavioral pattern of Twitter where it's a blue check mark that says they're definitely them, uh, turns that on its head and says, just pay $8 and you'll get it. And then all of a sudden, everyone goes, but hang on a minute. If I get that, remember Twitter has two things. It has a handle and it has a name. Right? Yeah. Handle and a name. So Amazing. your name is Elon Musk, capital E space, capital M Musk. And his actual handle is at Elon Musk, one word. Yeah. But I could come along and get a handle that's Elon capital Musk. Yeah. Or Elon Musk with two Ks. Right? <laughs> yeah. Pay $8 and get a check mark and mm-hmm. then call myself Elon Musk in my name and change yeah. my avatar to be exactly change the, the same. picture to him. Yeah, exactly. And anyone exactly. flicking through will see it as 90% chance that it's actually him. Yep. So lo and behold, people who are on Twitter, the internet has amazing ways of finding all the jackass things that you can do it's and so finds funny. it instantly and thousands of Elon Musks immediately appear. Thousands of Elon Musk and they're all saying, you know, I do doo-doos in my pants and comedians <laughs> jump on in and like <laughs> absolute tyrants. Everyone jumps in and like, Elon's like, well, now we're going to, Anyone who's two things, he goes, anyone who's caught impersonating is going to be blocked and we're going to keep the $8. And if you're a parody account, you're going to have to, Kathy Griffin got involved in this. You have to say parody in the you name. You have to yeah. quote parody in your name. And if you verify that you can't change your name for a certain amount of time, all very funny. Everyone's having a laugh at Musk until people start impersonating companies. Eli Lilly and uh, yeah, Eli Lilly, Lockheed Market. Nintendo with someone Lockheed Martin Lockheed Martin the parody tweet was we we're no longer doing business with Saudi Arabia Israel and the US until we until we uh, until we um, come to terms with uh, what did what I gotta get this one you're gonna have to get it while you're finding that like all fun and games until companies get impersonated on Twitter and their stock tanks yeah and all of them pull their advertising from Twitter and the games are just unraveling. So that feature, lo and behold, no longer rolling out. Subscriptions get stopped. We're going to deal with it in November once we get it right, quote unquote. Elon's all very contrite. Look, we're going to do a bunch of dumb things and we're going to keep trying until we get it right and so on. Fine. Next drama. <laughs> uh, sorry for countries who are experiencing Twitter really slowly. Uh, it's to do with the hundreds of RPC batches that are not getting batched appropriately and that's the problem. Why? Every Twitter person, previous and current, who knows anything about it, comes out and goes, complete BS, publicly. Here's huh. why it's BS. I worked on this, complete BS. RPCs don't even make sense. That's not the infrastructure we use. We're on GraphQL. And it just became this incredible, like, this guy's full of BS, complete full of BS. And 
in existing engineers internally started going, here's a meeting I had with him and here's what he said and it's complete BS. And here's a meeting and it, it's clear that he can't tell this, this or this. And Musk's fanboys start just at musking into those threads and he starts jumping in going, yep, you're fired, you're fired, you're, you're fired. fired. <laughs> Publicly so, on Twitter. So now you start getting public Twitter firing of oh people who are God. opposing him and calling him out. The, the emails pop in. They show the emails at the same time. You've now been terminated due to the violation of policy. And he starts purging live people who are being insolent and just getting oh in the God. way and the whole yeah. story. Yeah. And that, that leads to today, which is basically, I think, actually more reasonable than what's been happening, which has been just a clown car. Right now, he's kind of going, okay, you're either with me or you're not. We're, the, the title is Fork in the Road. We're going to do Twitter 2.0. It's going to be fundamentally different. And we're going to you win can't this. Do that. We're going to win this thing. This is his proposal. We're going to win this thing. You're either with me or you're not. And if you're with me, it's going to be late hours and weekends and quote unquote hardcore. By the way, product and design. Good luck. It's going to be engineering led. Speaking, yeah. speaking, speaking, speaking. Of course, we need some PMs. The language. Of course, we. He says yeah, like, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. We whatever, need whatever, some, whatever. But, but yeah, this is engineering led. By led. Engineering. Speaking yeah. to the ninety percent base. Of course, it's engineering product because I'm a hardcore engineer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're either with me or you're not. You've got till 5 p.m. tomorrow yeah, to click, click this, this button, button below and commit. Otherwise, you get three months severance. Thanks very much. Either way, Elon. Amazing. So, so is he just an idiot then? <laughs> After all this, like, I don't know. what's going on? Is this a plan? Have or we is he totally just the- overestimated oh, how know. how intelligent this man is? I don't know. Like, I no, don't, I, I don't I mean it. Like, is he? Because, for example. That works in a Tesla early days. It works in a SpaceX where the mission is huge. Like if you're going to want people to work evenings, weekends, 24-7, the type of commitment that he wants in the office, like all fully against tech trends, there's got to be equity involved. These have got to be growing businesses where um, where there's a real growth opportunity. But this is a business private that's in company. decline. It's a yeah. private company. And it's like, why would they? Why would they want to do that? Why would anyone want to do that? Don't know hero tasks maybe he'll offer them incentives i mean notionally it's worth less than what they think it is it's it makes no sense why anyone would maybe the senior leadership team it's motivating but if you're just if you're a if you're a if you're a you know yeah junior or senior level coder why would you do that when you can go somewhere else also yeah where you can be treated well i can imagine attracting a certain type of engineer who just wants to get it done he just wants to ship and be here on shipping and things like that. I just don't. Maybe see. in your maybe in your early twenties or something. I don't know. I, I still would have been no, like. But you need to be capable. Yeah. I I, I guess my look I, there's a bunch of like I, I can see both sides. And why I say I felt like a bit of a change for me, where I kind of almost feel there is a pretty reasonable um, kind of perspective here, where you look around some of the tech and go, why does it have that many people? Why does Twitter need? Whatever it needs, six thousand, five thousand, however, seven thousand yeah, people. Yeah, seven thousand people. Seven thousand people to do what it's doing. You don't yeah. need an ethics and research group in there. You don't need a, you know, they had very esoteric titles and departments doing all sorts of fun. You don't need a kernel team doing stuff in the world of like cloud. What's going on? Um, and it, there is a kind of train of thought which is the Bay Area and the Silicon Valley in general is bloated. There's yeah. lots of bloat all over the place. Okay, and he's maybe the only one coming in talking truth to power and showing what it is and really making the hard calls and slashing, getting to the absolute minimum. And he has a theory that he's talked about before, which is not to do with business, but to do with like features, which is pull 
all the features out, go too far, and only then when you see the things that are breaking, start putting them in one He should say that. I don't believe time. it anymore. If, he, if, if that's yeah. what he was doing, he would say it. He would say, we're going to turn everything off. Tomorrow yeah. you'll only have one button. Yeah, and then one because that's what he's doing. He's yeah. the whole blue button, the blue the blue tag, and then he and then it was like actually you'll have a grey tag if you're verified. Verified. I mean, the official was a he's disaster. Just it's still nonsense. There, right? It's nonsense. He doesn't know what he's doing. This is this is the the key question. Like in back of my mind is how much of this was planned versus none. Just riffing. Are you, At are first, you, are you, I thought it was planned, but then you read his text messages with all his bro buddies and stuff. It's not planned. There was no plan. His main plan going in there was to stop at Home Depot and buy a sink so that he could say, let this sink in. Like, <laughs> that was his plan. Just you know, pure And he's improv. the richest man in the world. Or is he, is he? Not anymore. Is Bezos back to being the richest? But like, I don't know. Bezos, no way. What? Yeah, I mean, Amazon's in trouble. Amazon's about Bezos in trouble too, yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah. I don't is, know. Is he? Is he? Uh, I don't think he's an obvious. He's obviously he's a. I think he is like a genius. I think he's got a high IQ. I don't think he is. I'm. I don't think he is the visionary slash um, incredible operator that I thought he was. I thought he was amazing at ops. You know, I thought yeah. he was like yeah. production line. Um, you know, sees through nonsense. Like he paints that picture of. We deleted lots of components out of the car, things that we thought, you know, this thing on the battery cover that it turns out we had it because it was anti-vibration. But guess what? When you don't have an engine, it doesn't need a vibration. And it's like, mm-hmm. so we just deleted it. And it's like, that's really clever. That's that's like stuff that's, yeah, yeah. that's but, good. But then you're like, it wasn't him. It was someone else who had that story. Someone and- else. Does. And there's lots but, but- of stories of people saying that he came in and that and that he kind of seized, he kind of ran to the front of a charging parade and yeah. kind of took the baton and yeah. just gave the, you know, did the, da-da, I'm leading this, you know. But this is his first time now where he is coming into something and he is at the front and it's very clearly him. And I think he's totally messed it up to start anyway. I don't think it was a plan. I don't think his plan was not to come in and be a bit of a laughing stock. That was not his plan, you know. His plan um, was not to be, maybe. Maybe it, it feeds into the narrative. Think, I, I, I guess... I guess two thoughts. That he'll come out a hero the other side and we'll all go, oh, no, he's no. Benjamin Franklin of our time. No, yeah. I think we're definitely going to go, this is not a nice person. This is not someone you want to work with. I'm not sure we ever thought it was, but we did think he had some level of genius. And it may turn out to be that the genius is in the absolute fear and terror and bullying and like hard corners, quote unquote, that he takes on because he can, he can afford it. And that turns organizations around in a certain way. Like yeah. maybe that's the it's the meta genius of being bullheaded and not actually like IQ yeah. kind of now. So it's more just understanding or people, organizations, how to get something out of them in a negative way, but get something out of them nonetheless. Maybe it turns out that yeah. way, or maybe it's pure luck. Or I think that the most the most disappointing thing to, for me is twelve months when we started this podcast. Yeah. Um, I definitely looked up to him as a hero. Yeah. I was like. Um, you know, he's a visionary and he's, whatever he does, he says dumb things and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, he's electrifying cars. He's, he's reducing our he carbon touched. footprint on the planet yeah. and he's trying to make us inter, interplanetary like that. Yeah. Whatever he says, these gaffes and stuff, fundamentally he speak he speaks with those things. What he invests his dollars in are yeah, good. Yeah. And now I'm kind of like, oh, well, public town square. And being rude to everyone, I'm not sure, really. Yeah. Maybe, he, I don't know, maybe that falls in the same category for him and he just feels like it's worth yeah, it. Yeah, it, it, is, is like, your point that even the purpose here, the mission is even not as grand as the others? Like what's space? the mission, mm-hmm. though? Is Like, I don't, do, 
He says he's going to make the, the, the X app, which is going to be the everything app. But then he also says things like it needs to be the public town square yeah, and that yeah. every voice, like if I've upset both sides equally, then I've done my job. And I'm not sure what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if he knows. Un- un- you know? Unlike yeah. the others, which is, you know, environment and space, dead yeah. sexy, dead obvious out there. Yeah. Um, so the mission is easy to grab onto and everything else justifies it. Here, the mission is not as clean because we already had it. We don't need another one. You're not revolutionizing the town square. Maybe you'll clean it up, but like not that big a deal. It doesn't feel like a radical revolution you're leading here. You're going to flip it or you're going to tweak it or yeah. something. It doesn't feel... And therefore, yeah. you, you ca- it's harder to excuse the rest, yeah. number one. Yeah. Number two, um, hardware is very different to software. This is a yeah. very different beast where he's got 100% of people and like by all accounts software and his other businesses is not amazing um, and maybe it, it succeeded despite him right uh, and i uh-huh. guess the third here is the first time we're seeing it happen live in public in that town square that he owned it's so interesting because it feels like we're part of the company's slack conversation so much twitter feels do they use they twitter do. internally as their comments? i mean yeah no, i think they use slack they use slack and they show you the screenshots of slack and that's happening on twitter but like tw- tweet it just feels like you're you can tune into a company's inner workings tweets, so tweets have always been encouraged to be very public and everyone's on twitter doing the thing which is great you have to be dog fooding your stuff but yes yeah. in this case it's it is the it's open bear it's like the full trunk you're seeing the insides but I do love it. I do it, like it. I do. It's one of those things where I'm like, I can't get enough. You know, when you're, oh, you know, can't get you enough. go to the bathroom and you're like, flick on Twitter and see what's can't happened. Can't you know? get yeah. enough. Like the drama is ridiculous. Yeah. So you had like <laughs> Verizon. Is it Verizon? No, T-Mobile CEO, John, John, what's his name? John Flegge, John February. He posts and goes, hey, Elon, I'll come in as your CEO and I'll fix this thing. Oh, yeah, Some other millionaire no. jumps in and goes, hey, Elon, John's an incredible CEO. If you do it, I'm in for a hundred million. It's like yeah. ridiculous, dumb. You can't write this sort of stuff. Kind of crossovers. It's essentially like genre crossovers, like MCU, DC, kind of, uh, you know, um, v- metaverse kind of yeah. people coming across and they're interacting in a way that just... And Musk is on. I wonder are his investors a bit worried though? Or is this... It's all good PR, I mean, isn't it? Do you know... Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, for sure, Twitter is more engaging now than not. Maybe he's realized that the whole show is about the show and the more the the more content, the better and the more engaged. People are opening up because they want to see what he's doing. A la Trump. Like, you just yeah. need to be there no matter what and people will engage with you and that's the, that's the important thing. It'll be interesting thing. when Trump's back on Twitter, won't it? I mean, he's just announced his yeah. nomination. He's just announced his candidacy for the presidency. He's again. coming for sure, right? Yeah, to Twitter he has to, he's right? For sure. I mean, if it's not, if it doesn't burn up in the on re-entry, it's, he'll have to be on there, won't he? And, it's not going to be with his. And you with know, there's going to be Elon Trump crossovers, and the question will be, what do they look like when they do it? And you know, tr- like Elon's going to run for something one day, even though he's not naturally always, you know, he wasn't born. See, if he was American, he would he be would running. Be running. Uh, it, is is Elon just SBF, but having made it in some quarters? I won. Oh wow. Um, I think there's some. I think there is legitimacy to Elon's um, path of doubling down, doubling down, doubling down. The PayPal story, he coded it from reading reading the the origin book of PayPal. His coding wasn't very good. Mm. It was like really like um, like long and complex. But but he did code it, and he would stay long hours, sleep under his desk. He was like hardworking, and he did create something from nothing. And it was a good idea. PayPal was a great idea. 
And then he invested everything. He doubled down and invested everything in Tesla. And he and he did make that. I know Tesla, as a, there was a team of people working on electric car already and whatever. But like he made a Tesla. He bought the name. He and he made, he gave it the funding it needed, and he brought it to where it needed to be. Like I do think. I don't think it's. Just, I think it, I think those are different things. I, I don't think he's a um, Elizabeth Holmes type person. But, but but let's talk. So no, not Elizabeth Holmes. I think Elizabeth. Well. What are they? Well, what, the what, same what, level of deception. What are the things they all have in common? Incredible marketers, number one. Yeah. Right. With the marketing for public persona marketing, with that comes investment. So SBF yeah. was raising money like it was going out of fashion. Elizabeth Holmes was the same. Yeah. That was the trick. She batted the eyelids. And Musk knows how to get money and got out of the government at some point in time with the EV grants and so on. Yeah. So he's incredible marketing. Incredible yeah, raise money. Incredible fundraising. Money. Right. So marketing yeah. goes hand in hand with the fundraising, and then shrewd maybe like bully maybe like hard, something about- all in i think is part of it yeah. too i don't i think all in i don't know about you i think it's just like yeah. all in like single-minded about it like you and i i wouldn't put everything into anything i believed and i wouldn't put every <laughs> yeah. single thing into yeah, any yeah, one yeah. thing i would put lad in but I, you know you get to go from being i'm a billionaire or I'm a multimillionaire now. You know, if you hit 200 million, yeah, just peace out. I'm not I'm just I'm out. not going to put 200 million yeah. into my next yeah, thing. Yeah. I'm going to be like go enjoy your life. Yeah. Great job done. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. so um there's that like just there's like an un just a never ending like you'll just keep going. Just keep you're the person who stays on blackjack until you lose. Like you just yeah. do it and 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 you keep winning. You're like, "Okay, we'll just keep going then. I've got a massive pile of money on the table, but it doesn't matter because I'm never going to take it away." A great, you know? what a great story. Can't wait, can't yeah. wait to see where this goes. Like it's just, it's amazing yeah. to watch unfold. I think he'll pull it off. Still, yeah. I still think he'll yeah. pull well, it off, but I don't know if it's him pulling it off or he'll have the right people. But this you know, is the, I just don't this know is how the consistent question: yeah. is is with the right money and the right incentives, he may succeed despite himself. And that is my and all these investors. He's got a bunch of money in there. They're all shrewd people too. They know, you know. This is my. Over- at what stage do they kind of get in there? Kick in, yeah, you know. Yeah. This yeah. is my and like who's the CEO that gets installed? This is my overriding right. impression of Tesla as well. For what it's worth, aside yeah. from the like cr- cracking the whip and driving yeah. folks hard, the success has been almost despite him to some degree. Given you know yeah. the the battery cover, etc. It's not him uncovering the battery cover. It's the genius <laughs> yeah. like CTO yeah. and so on. Like that's my overriding. It's impression. your mate, Bonnie. Bonnie, it's Bonnie. chat to Bonnie. Bonnie, yeah. Bonnie, who's it is. who now leads all of cell development at Tesla. We should talk about that separately. We should get him back on. A, we should. We should do a re. Uh, we we should talk about that next year. We do a we do a reround. See with everyone. See who's still who's still where they were. Because <laughs> we are speaking of double ups. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's right. Um, amazing. As I say, I'm I'm taking it in through. Did you see this is this is uh, going back to the going back to the SBF. Did you see Michael Lewis is yeah. had been had spent the last yes. 6 months with SBF and is going to bring a book out it's now genius. on on it. So so so, 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 so Michael well, Lewis the author of The Big Short, the author of Boomerang, author of some of the best financial like fraud issue topical yeah, historic events like a brilliant author happened to be riding shotgun with him for 6 months and by the way, didn't know if something was up. Like he didn't go. Didn't <laughs> there, he? There was something. He wasn't. Uh, uh, the sense we're getting. But I don't know why was he hanging around with him for six well, months. Well, because I don't it was know, this incredible. Really. Su- it was this unbelievable success story. Right? He was there. Unbelievable success oh, maybe, story. Maybe you reckon he. Know- anyway, he hasn't written. So he hasn't written one, a word of my, one of my one of my mates, Bob, texted me and he said, uh, 
it's going to turn out, you know, we're going to find out 50 years from now that Michael Lewis is like the grandmaster of the Illuminati or something that he just, there's no way that he's able to get himself in all those positions unless he's at, like, unless he's actually the puppet master. He's the guy actually all the doing strings. it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. How would you have spent six months with this guy <laughs> yeah, yeah, and have all of that information and, and interviews and data right yeah, now yeah, just yeah, in time yeah. to bring out a book? You know, it's just like. It's, inc- it's an incredible yeah. twist. I mean, for what it's worth, <laughs> this, like in this interview with SBF, he's, Look, we only realized the problem a couple of weeks ago. And what he's saying is the biggest fault, the biggest flaw right now that he he's made is filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy because the people have taken it over, the administrators are just running into the ground out of spite. And his basic kind of story is if we just had a little bit more time, we could have recovered like 80, right. 80% of this and covered users fine. Uh, like he's still, it's not a mere culpa. research like, apparently... You know? Alameda Research apparently had 40%, 40% of its funding was FTT. So, like, it was too far gone. I mean, we're talking, yeah, hun- you know, he, billions but, and but, billions. But, but what yeah. happened here is that he had realized it a few weeks ago and was trying to recover the position. That's, that's what was happening. He was trying to get investment and he was trying to recover the position. And that's when Binance saw something and went, hang on. And then he lost control. And I think How there's much something of this interesting is- there. How much of this is Binance getting rid of a competitor but didn't intend to crash the market? Because if CZ is the one who says, oh, I'm going to sell FTT and then tries to acquire FTT, it, it, to was, me it would appear that they didn't, they weren't aware how dirty it was. This was this thing. That they're like, we'll, we'll buy you out. And then they, they're like, the, day, the next day they're like, actually, we don't want anything to do with that. And look at all our books. We'll put them this, public. Everything's fine with this us. This was the story, you know? wasn't it? For the first 12 yeah. hours of this, FTX, SBF were still the heroes here and the black yeah. dojo was Binance coming along and everyone's like this is the most incredible Rockefeller shit ever they've mm-hmm. tanked the the, the FTT they've got a run on the competition now they're picking them up on a fire sale like it was deliberate that was the call yeah. and then it as it unwound everyone went oh hang on like it's amazing seeing the machine like unpick its position of being they're the good guys and they're the bad guys and learning the information <laughs> and then going no wait a minute oh wait a minute this good yeah. guy is actually a fraud. and now you're so it's it's really amazing watching the kind of conventional yeah. wisdom and the, and the, pendulum, the, the pendulum switch where, where yeah. Binance I don't think intended to your point though it's not just Binance that's up here like the industry is hit which hurts Binance and the yeah. contagion is not over this is an unfolding story whoever is going to be the, the people who are compounded by this is just going to keep going the list is going to keep running I think the problem here so when we look at the big picture and we talk about I know we're saying crypto is not web 3 and it's not blockchain and there's other value in other places can you hear that noise yeah what is it Kelly's having a shower it's going to be in the podcast <laughs> Um, so, but but I, but you know the key thing that was needed here was better regulation. Mm. If you put two hundred fifty thousand dollars in the bank in the US, mm. it's 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 the the feds will, FDIC will insure insured. it for yeah. you. Yeah, uh, that's not the case with cryptos. Yeah. And and if there was better regulation, there was better insurance, there was better oversight. This people's money would be safe. But that goes against the whole principle decentralized of yeah. Web three. The yeah. whole point of it is that we don't need I that. Mean, it's self regulating, and that he literally so, sat in the Senate and said, "This is about transparency." The thing about crypto is that it's super transparent. Like it's all about about transparency, and then it all got shown to be just how non transparent, opaque, yeah. and clearly fraudulent it is. So, yeah. yeah, if this was in the regulator market, you would have the government bailing people out, right? Yeah, like Stearns, Morgan Stanley, they didn't go down to this tune of dollars, and and they got bailouts. You're not seeing bailout now. Are you? Like, there's no federal federal anybody walking in wanting to bail out punters all over the world because FTX tanked thirteen twenty six billion dollars worth. Before I bring on our closing music, call it. 
Are we going to be getting another Web3 resurgence this Christmas like we did last Christmas? No, not this Christmas. What's going to be? Is there more buzz coming or is it all doom and gloom? This Christmas we're sticking with AI. It's AI generative. Startups from wall to wall. Heard it here first. Everybody's going to be going into AI January next year. Is that it? Are we done? Is it how we do it? I think we're done. That's (laughs) it. Is that how we do it? This is great. What a live episode.